welcome to Mojo for the Modern Man. This is your host, Ken Mossman, and today I'm joined again for Act 2 of my conversation with the delightful Matt Sinkovitz. And Act 2 opens with Matt discussing being called, receiving his calling, if you will, and answering that call to his work. And at the time of the recording, by the way, Matt was just weeks away from wrapping up uh, his year-long ministerial internship at a local hospital in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And as Matt continues with his story of his move into the realm of men's recovery from porn addiction, you know, based on a recognition of his own experiences of going down that particular rabbit hole and with help and support, having found his way to recovery He shares about how his own growing consciousness really let him recognize his own patterns and how porn had created, as he puts it beautifully, a ceiling to my own spiritual growth. Matt's authenticity, his clarity, and the raw honesty that he brings to his own story, first of all, they're deeply engaging, and and second of all, they really create a beautiful and solid framework that his story is built on. And just as important, his message and his teachings about responsibility and learning to be with one's own emotions and one's pain are valuable beyond description. Our conversation wraps with an overview of Matt's Porn to Purpose program, and it's clear as you listen, Matt's passion for his work is is palpable and refreshing. And were that not enough, as I mentioned in Act One, he is just delightful to be in conversation and to hang with. So just a reminder before we get into the conversation, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. And let's dive into Act Two of my conversation with Matt Sinkovitz. Enjoy. So since you mentioned your work, share a little bit about the work you do. Well, let's do it this way. And, and, and you can you can tell me which which way to go here, Matt, which which door to go through first, because we'll get to both of them. Um, you've alluded to, you know, this 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 very dark period. You, you pointed to the to the uh, to the depression. And I, I know there's another aspect of it, given the work, the recovery work that you do. So whether you want to go to the work itself or the story of the the descent, for lack of a better way of putting it, your your choice, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in, in regard to my work, it's kind of uh, multifaceted. I'll say just because we're kind of on the Buddhist, um, you know, conversation, I'll just say that, you know, through that work, I identified, you know, there was like, throughout my life, I had many, I've had many stages of, of kind of my career, my, my professional development. But what I recognize now is I've restarted many times. But every time I've restarted is always been in with the intention to move more into like heart alignment or soul alignment. Like, what am I here to do? What is something I can do that I feel called to do that is of service to others that I get to wake up every day and really feel like a yes to? you know? And so I've always moved toward that. I moved from the hotel industry into selling real estate, which was more of an entrepreneurial move. And then I quit real estate full-time and I played music full-time, you know? And then I, after that chapter was over, I went and I kind of began moving into this 
spiritual work, teaching work um, that I find myself in now and service work. And um, so, so through that, through the work in the seminary, again, I, I, I kind of awakened to the idea that I could do this work um, in a, in a professional way. Like, you know, the question is like, how do I do what I love and what I feel called to do and be paid for it? You know, that's, I think what, like what, what a lot of our question is. That, that so, is, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like it, man, you know? And um, so, yeah, I, 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 I realized that I could, you know, be of service to others, do this heart aligned or this soul aligned work and, and be paid for it. So I decided to, and because I was ordained, I'm an ordained uh, priest actually in order or an Osho. And, uh, but you know, to, you know, generically speaking, I'm a minister, ordained minister, you know? And, um, so because of that, I qualify to, to serve in a, in a chaplaincy or a ministerial setting. So I, I recognized that. And, and I ended up um, doing a one year residency at a, at a big local level one trauma center, uh, Hershey medical center. I did a, a one year, um, a, a one year internship and unpaid. And then I, I ended up taking a one year residency um, paid position at Hershey medical center, which I'm actually about to finish up with here in a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. Um, so, you know, in that time, like I said, I did hospice work, I did uh, prison work and uh, I went and led a, a weekly meditation here in a local uh, Dolphin County prison and uh, Buddhist group. And I, and I was like an interfaith uh, minister and spiritual advisor to inmates in Dolphin County prison until COVID hit. And then they weren't letting guests in and stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's kind of like the ministerial uh, track that I, that I went down and I, and I still am on um, in it. In addition, you know, I, I do still play music, which is a big part of my calling as well. And I'll be playing music tonight as a matter of fact, but in, in addition, and, and maybe what you were alluding to is, is the work that I am currently doing. And it's really the thrust uh, of, of my work right now is the work around men's pornography addiction. Yeah. Yes, sir. That and is indeed the work I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yeah. I, I want to just reference the other stuff too, because, because that, that, that work is also very important and, and relevant in my life as well. Um, but yeah, so the real thrust of the, of the work that I'm right, I'm doing right now is, is men's recovery work around pornography addiction. We take a mindfulness based approach, uh, to this process as well. Um, and uh, do you want me to speak about like how I found myself there? Do you want me to speak to the history of, of that? Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I've been involved in, in personal and spiritual development for for many years since I was involved in in, in the real estate uh, industry. I kind of got hip to this idea of personal development and um, growing myself. And I woke into the side. I was I was introduced to this idea that our business grows in proportion to the extent that we grow personally. You know, if our personal life is in shambles or our spiritual life is in shambles or our relationship is, is in shambles, it's probably going to show up in our business. You know, uh, I like so that. I, uh, pro probably. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, yeah sir. probably. Yes. <laughs> and uh, or, or likely maybe. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, I, was, I, I sold real estate for Keller Williams Real, real Estate and, and they tout themselves as a personal development company disguised as a real estate company. It's really true. And my introduction to Keller Williams really altered the trajectory of my life and got me really focused on like being a growth oriented person and, and began investing in myself, working with coaches and mentors in business, in, in personal, in health, in, uh, in, in spirituality, in, in all dimensions of my life. And I, and I, and I've been on that track for over a decade now. Um, and, 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 and at a point, you know, I began to kind of recognize that I wanted to be serving people in that capacity as well as a coach, as a teacher, as a mentor, you know, and, um, 
So I was on that track of personal growth and kind of recognizing that, man, I really want to do this kind of work and be of service to others, but wasn't exactly sure what my, what my niche or what my focus was going to be, or what's the problem that I help people solve, which is really important to clarify. Um, and so I ended up working with a coach a couple of years back. I hired him. And I think the intention was for him to really help me clarify how I was going to be of service. Like what was my practice going to be? You know, how was I going to be of service to others? What, 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 what kind of coach was I going to be? What problem was I going to help solve? I wasn't exactly sure that that's why we worked together, but it turns out that was really what, what came out of our working together. I made a big investment in working with him and, um, through working with him, I also identified that a big theme in my life was issues and conflicts and hangups and dysfunction around my sexuality mm. stemming from my childhood and, and interwoven as a theme all throughout my life, um, into my, um, in, you know, my childhood, my teens, my twenties, my uh, in, into my thirties and, um, pornography being a big theme for me, uh, a big dysfunction, something a lot of young men are introduced to, something that's a big part of a lot of uh, men's lives, whether people know it or not, it, it is, and it uh, affects a large percentage, I think, of men in the population, and it's a really dark uh, thing for a lot of people, and it's a very lonely thing for a lot of people, and you want to talk about a prison of sorts. It's a prison for a lot of people, and uh, you know, mentally, spiritually, socially, psychologically can really get people twisted up. Um, so I ended up recognizing the, um, issue with that in my own life. And as I mentioned, I've, I, you know, something that I had tried to resolve on my own or walk away from on my own, but, you know, between, uh, between just the tendency for, for sex addiction, sex is a strong driver Absolutely. and I, I would say screen addiction. Um, it's something that's really difficult to unravel yourself from. Um, so I kind of recognized that I, I was in need of some support in resolving it for myself. So I ended up in, in true fashion, hiring a coach to, to work, work through this with me. And I invested, uh, in a men's coaching group and did the work for myself and did a lot of work around resolving this for myself and resolved it to a large degree for myself. Um, and felt a large degree of freedom for the first time ever in my life around my relationship with pornography. And, um, so in working with this coach that I mentioned, uh, the one that kind of I worked with that kind of helped me identify how I was going to be working and serving with others, we identified, you know, the personal development thing for me and the theme of sex, which I had done a lot of work uh, uh, in my own life and recognizing that so many men deal with pornography on their own and such a such a big thing for, for so many guys and something that's really a lot of people uh, shy away from speaking about. You know, just kind of identified that was that was the area I was going to focus on. And I shared my, you know, began sharing my own journey and created a support community and um, began supporting men, kind of taking them through the process uh, that I found uh, useful in, in my own journey in, in resolving my own relationship with pornography. So that's kind of how I ended up there. Yeah. And what there there could be many many points in your story that you could that you could highlight as the as your own personal uh turning point you know away from uh, uh toward healing say toward recovery toward healing what as you look inside yourself what was it that that actually moved you reliably and sustainably 
in that direction? That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> for me, it was something that I began to, you know, we have like, we awaken throughout life. You know, we have, mo- we have moments of greater awareness. I call it like, it's like an awakening of consciousness. You know, when we're younger, we don't really see the issues with these things. But as we go, we begin to see, you know, and I just began to recognize the relationship between pornography and, and the other areas of my life, the way it was affecting me, maybe uh, spiritually, the way it was affecting me within my relationships, maybe socially, uh, spiritually. Give an example Step- or two. Yeah, give an example Next or two. two. Uh, well, just a simple example would just be the way in which pornography uh, has a tendency, especially if you're a regular user of pornography and masturbation, uh, to make you feel socially awkward, you know, uh, kind of reserved uh, socially, not really um, comfortable looking people in the eyes, um, maybe not feeling comfortable around women. Uh, for a lot of guys, uh, it can affect the way in which we're showing up sexually and the degree in which we feel sexually comfortable, you know, or, or sexually awkward. Um, that's a big one. Uh, a, a, a One for me uh, that I really recognized was the way in which I began to recognize that porn was inhibiting my spiritual growth. And I, I recognized that porn was like a ceiling of sorts, you know, either it was actually in, impairing my spiritual growth or I felt undeserving of, of more, you know, or I, I felt as though, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not sure. It, it might've been feelings around shame or guilt um, or deservability. If, if I want to use that word around my spiritual growth. And I was also moving into leadership, mm. you know, I was, I was doing this work and I was kind of, positioning myself to be in service to others. And even if maybe I couldn't put my finger on it, I knew porn was out of alignment with me uh, spiritually. It was out of integrity, you know, um, for whatever reason. And I'm not saying it has to be for everybody or anybody else, but for me, I recognized it was. And I found myself in a position of service to others, you know, while maintaining a relationship with pornography, I I was, I felt like I was being um, uh, inauthentic. I felt like I was out of integrity. I felt like, how am I going to show up as a, as a spiritual leader, you know, for someone when I've got these own skeletons in my closet unresolved, you know what I mean? So I feel like moving into, into leadership called me, you know, into higher levels of living and a higher standard of, of living, you know? Um, Yeah. I I think those are a couple, a couple of good examples. And those were a couple of key things I think that began to really encourage and prompt that shift. Yeah. So, so walk us through a little bit of, of that work, if you will, of the specifically the work that you do with, with other men around the issue of porn. Yeah, it, it, it's quite a complex thing. Um, I, I teach a process, we call it the, the freedom framework, and it's about a 10 step process. Again, you know, it's like we can teach what works for us, you know, right. and, and, and for me, uh, again, I'm a mindfulness-based practitioner. So a, a couple key things, I think, at the beginning of my work and, and a, a big theme for the work that we're doing with the guys is, again, we, we, we awaken to different levels of consciousness throughout life. And um, for me, a, a big piece of the puzzle and a big piece of the puzzle for so many of our guys is be, learning to become aware of the way in which we've been using pornography or sex or fill in any addictive behavior, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, food, right, whatever you want to say, um, to meet certain needs, you know? Uh, oftentimes when we go to porn or fill in any one of those other things, right. it's it's not just because we have a sexual need, right? Oftentimes when we're standing in front of the refrigerator at 12 o'clock at night, 
You know, it's not because we're hungry. It's because we're bored. We're feeling lonely. We're like, we're looking for stimulation. You know, we're looking for something to do a lot of time. So for, for a lot of people, a lot of guys, a lot of us, we, we do, or we have used sex or porn to fulfill other needs, you know, because we're feeling lonely, because we're feeling disconnected, because we're feeling sad, because we're feeling anxious, because we're feet, we, 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 uh, we need to like decompress, you know, we're feeling just, um, we're looking for some sort of stimulation, right? So learning to identify the, the ways in which we've been using porn to cope with life and to meet certain needs or to not deal with certain things is a big piece of our puzzle. So awareness is, is, I, I want to, I want to pause you right there because you, I just want to pause you right there because you just hit on a really, really important point. And, uh, you know, another uh, other language that I might yeah, grab a drink of water there. Uh, 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 other language I might I might throw in there is to uh, is uh, in terms of, you know, we don't want to deal with something. You know, one of my teachers, several of my teachers have said, you know, it, it, it's we don't want to we don't want to take responsibility for something. You know, we don't want to. There's an emotion that we don't want to have. I don't want to have to go through. So there's that connection between. You know, avoidance and responsibility. Yes. And you're shaking your head. Of course, it's just audio, so people can't see you shaking your head. So yeah, yeah. So carry on, man. I just wanted to highlight that because it's, it's yeah. a really key point. Yeah. Hundred percent. Dealing with our emotions, dealing with ourselves, dealing with life. You know, um, you know, it's like either you know, um, craving, clinging to things, or or running away from things, aversion. You know. And uh, so much I think about learning to be a healthy human being as a willingness to be with our emotions, to be with our stuff, to be with the pain, to be present to it, to allow it to process in a healthy way. When we ignore it and suppress it, you know, it, 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 I think it results in, in dysfunction and, and the expression of the shadow and a lot of crap, man, a lot of hangups, you know. So, um, yeah, awareness. And, and, and also in that awareness piece, you know, we're, we're mindfulness-based program. We teach our guys meditation. Learning, a lot of times we, we act without even thinking. A lot of times we go for the cigarette, we go for the food, we go for the drink, we go for the porn. We're not even aware. We're just, we're just doing it, you know? So learning to becoming aware of the thoughts and the feelings that lead us to these behaviors. Learning to see them as they come up versus just react to them, you know? Learning to be able to recognize that loop is so important. So awareness is such a big piece of the puzzle. Do hope you're enjoying this conversation between myself and Matt Sinkovitz. And just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please come by my website, cirrusleadership.com, and subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. Let's dive back in. So I could move on from there. Do you have anything anything on that before I, before I shift oh, gears? Oh, to- we could go on for days, yeah. man. This yeah. is... <laughs> This is such this is such good stuff. But you said, you know, to the in the in the in the automaticity of it all, you know, we're not even aware. And and the piece that fall, one of the pieces that falls away in that lack of awareness. There's another point I want to make too, and, and then float past you. You know, in the in the lack of awareness and the automaticity, we 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 lose the opportunity to respond to what's in front of us because we just missed it. You know, we're no longer yeah. in the moment. That's one piece. And, and another piece I want to highlight that you pointed to implicitly, not necessarily explicitly, is, is in that awareness is also also live the seeds of acceptance. And acceptance, acceptance gets a weird name 
uh, out in the culture because we collapse it with resignation and approval. And acceptance is so not those things. It's, it, it, it's you know, and, and, you, and you'll, you can probably say it much better than I, I'll take a stab at it. You know, when we really look at acceptance, it's simply an acknowledgement that in this moment, this is what's present. Yeah. Doesn't mean I have to like it mm. or approve of it or resign myself to it. It, it it's just that and and there's nothing simple about it by the way because it's, it's not that it's not simplistic it's and it's a recognition this is so in this moment yeah yeah brother yeah yeah i think you nailed it man i think you nailed it excellent i pass yeah a plus brother a plus <laughs> No, and feel free, feel free to riff. And I know you were going to go somewhere, somewhere else. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just thinking, you know, I was just, um, you know, you said, you know, what are some, what's, what's kind of some of the work that we do with our guys, you know, and, and what does that look like? Um, you know, just, just keeping time and stuff like that in mind. I, I think, I, I think another, I, I could, I could touch on a couple. I, I mentioned our freedom framework or our process that we work our guys through is, is a 10 kind of a 10 point or 10 aspect thing. You know, our process is really a process of, I call it conscious evolution, you know, evolving ourselves um, uh, in consciousness as men learning to, to uh, intentionally e- evolve ourselves, you know, and, and evolve these different parts of us, allow them to grow up. Um, but such a big piece of our puzzle, you know, the, the name for like the coaching pro the, uh, the, the overarching coaching organization is porn to purpose, hmm. porn to purpose. Um, and that has a nice ring to it, you know, but, uh, as I came across that idea, I, I really recognized that that was such a big piece of, of our puzzle. And I think a lot of times we stay in addictive patterns, in, in, in unhealthy relationships with different things because we don't see a better option. Maybe there's a sense of hopelessness. I see a lot of times our, our, our guys or guys that come into the program either don't have um, a sense of purpose in their life or they don't have a greater vision for their life. Or maybe they have one and it's vague and they don't believe it's even possible. You know, mm. so a big piece of our puzzle is really uh, helping our guys get clear on their why. You know, we use this analogy. That's another piece of the freedom framework. You know, we use this analogy that says, you know, uh, if if you had to come up with a hundred thousand dollars in the next thirty days, right? Um, just just because, you know, if for for no good reason, that may feel like a daunting task for for most of us. You know, but if you had to come up with a hundred thousand dollars in the next thirty days to to purchase a life saving medication. For your child or else they wouldn't live you would be powerfully motivated to do whatever was necessary to come up with that money you know you'd, you'd probably mortgage the house and sell the cars and borrow the money and pick up a side job and figure out whatever needed to happen to make that happen that's because your why would be powerful enough and they say when the why is powerful enough then the how becomes easy you know so a lot of guys that embark upon this journey of quitting porn they haven't really gotten clear on their why and a big part of our process that we take our guys through, we have a 90-day process. It's called the Liberation Boot Camp. And we break the why down, you know, uh, throughout this process uh, into two pieces. One is the pain, getting really clear on the destructive um, qualities and, and relationship that, that you currently have with porn in your life. And what are the impacts of that? And, and how is porn adversely affecting you in all the ways that it is in the prison of pornography? What are you moving away from? What are you no longer willing to tolerate? really getting clear on that. And the second part of the why is what are you now moving toward? If you're going to say no to porn, what are you saying yes to? And that really speaks to the purpose part, you know, and helping guys really tap into the men they are called to be, the lives they are called to live, their genius, what turns them on, you know? And if we can 
get clear and sink our teeth into something that is worth living for. And we recognize the way in which porn impacts that, then it really serves us in, in our long-term freedom and our long-term liberation. So the why is a big piece of that puzzle as well. Yeah, beautiful. And just to be clear, this, this is your project. You founded it. Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So porn, porn to purpose. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's really beautiful to, to see the men that really engage in the process and go the full way through. You know, we have our, we offer our 90 day process. And then for select guys, we invite them on into an extended kind of more one-on-one -on -one intimate relationship. Our, my intention is to get guys to their first 90 days porn free and then on to a year. Cause if you can get a year porn free under your belt and also kind of install some new software and tools, um, you're, you're in a really good position. So, um, so it's really beautiful to see the guys to go through the first 90 days and really get that first three months of abstinence under their belt. And it's like, once we begin removing the toxicity and the weeds from the garden, like our natural essence can begin to emerge. It's not that hard. It wants to come through when we're not blocking it, you know? So helping them really begin to tap into that and then begin moving into greater levels of purpose. And that's really the second phase of the work we do with our guys is really helping, helping them tap into their own power, into their own sense of purpose, you know, and their own vision for their life. And, really reconnecting to life in a more powerful way. And that's really beautiful to, to, to witness blossoming, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. I, I have three more questions for you. And the first one is what do you love about seeing men heal? Oh man. You know, it's like, <clears throat> it's, I, I don't know, man. It's like, you know, I think we all have uh we all have a role in this, in this world. If, if, if we choose to open ourselves up to it or, or we desire to see it, you know, and, and just to be uh, a positive impact on the trajectory of someone's life, you know, maybe someone that's had a 30 plus year relationship with pornography and they, maybe it's felt, they felt like it's something they would never be able to free themselves from. And they've got all these crap feelings about themselves and about life, you know, but maybe they have this suspicion that there's more to themselves and more to life. One of our guys, he's one of my favorite guys. He's currently in our program. He's in our extended program. He, he always, you know, in our initial conversations, he just like, I just know that there's like, I, I want to get back to the me that I'm supposed to be. You know, mm. I feel like there's a me that I'm called to be and helping a man uh, uproot this, uh, this toxic relationship with pornography from their life and really help them install as I, as I use the word, a uh, software that really supports them in a long-term uh, freedom and abstinence, and then begin to move into purpose. And now they're, they're like, now they're writing, they're writing that book that they always wanted to write and they lost 25 pounds and their relationship with their wife or their partner is, is coming back to the life and they're present with their children again, you know, and they're reconnecting with God, you know, like observing that and being a participant in that is, is a true honor, man. It's like, it's what we're all here to do is to live that more full life. So to, to participate in that journey is, is such an honor. Yeah. It's the best part. Yeah. Sweet. So last two questions. The first one is for some, cause you spoke so much about your, your Buddhist journey and, and for someone who's uh, interested in just checking out what's out there and, you know, perhaps rubbing elbows a little bit with Buddhist thought, Buddhist practice, what's the first place you would point them? Yeah, I would, I would point them to, to Tet Nhat Hanh. Tet yep. Nhat Hanh, he's a, he's a Vietnamese uh, 
Monk, I think he recently actually passed. Maybe mm-hmm. I, I know. Yeah. Um, and, and again, uh, he's got one called, I think pieces every step, which is a beautiful book. Um, again, the one that I began to, that, that really just spoke to me was called understanding our mind. It's like an orange book. It has an orange on the front. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think he's a great place to start. Um, yeah, he's really readable, but really deep, you know, beautiful philosophy and, uh, approachable. So I would start there. Yeah. Beautiful. And last, um, I know you have something to offer our listeners and, uh, we'll put a link to that, of course, yeah. in the, in the, in the notes for the show. And if you want to say a, just a quick word or two about that and let people know how they can get in touch with you, mm-hmm. have at it. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, uh, I think our, our, our flagship thing right now is, uh, if you're on Facebook, we have a private men's only community, which we're very watchful of and really protective of, uh, it's called making peace with porn. And, um, yeah, we've had all the guys that come in there, make sure they're real people, make sure that they're really about it, you know? And, um, yeah, that's a beautiful place to come in and just connect with other men who are on this journey and recognize that you're not alone and begin to have this conversation and just learn, even if you just come in as an observer, you know, to start, um, that's a great place to kind of begin your healing. I think beginning to talk about this to the degree at which you're comfortable and connecting with community are some of the big first pieces of the puzzle. So if you're on Facebook, making peace with porn, if you'd like to just reach out to me directly, uh, you can email me at making peace with porn at gmail.com. If you'd like to shoot me a direct message, if you have maybe a more immediate uh, need, um, and, and beyond that, yeah, you offered, uh, I've got a free uh, giveaway here. Um, I spoke to our process, the freedom, uh, the, the freedom framework. I've got a, a guide here called the Freedom from Porn Accelerator. Um, in it, we teach uh, the four-rack formula, which is kind of our process that begins to walk guys through. Two of the things we talked about today begins to help them start clarifying their why and begins to help them start to identify the needs they've been attempting to meet by going to porn and now how to begin to meet those needs in a healthier way. So I've got it all here in one guide. It's called the freedom from porn accelerator. I'll give you the link and they can download it for free. And, uh, and then, and then use the guide in, in the group. We have a free training that walks you through it and everything like that. So that would be supportive and a good place to start. Yeah. Beautiful. Matt Sinkovitz, thank you so much for your great work, first of all. And secondly, for for being such a fantastic guest. It's been a delight to spend this time with you. Thank you so much. Hey, Ken, thank you so much, brother. It's been a great conversation and, and, you, and you're a great host, brother. So thank you for facilitating. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for joining me and my guest, Matt Sinkovitz, here for the second half of our conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And of course, this is Ken Mossman, your host here on Mojo for the Modern Man. You can check out links to Matt's Facebook page uh, where you can access his very well-vetted men's community, Making Peace with Porn. It's a Facebook men's community that he has set up. And if you want to reach out to Matt directly via email, you can do so at makingpeacewithporn, all one word, makingpeacewithporn at gmail.com. And that link is in the notes for today's show as well. Big thanks to Matt for joining me here on Mojo for the Modern Man. 
And of course, I'd encourage you to come by my website, Cirrus Leadership, that's as in the cloud, C-I-R-R-U-S, CirrusLeadership.com. Come on by and check out every episode of Mojo for the Modern Man. You can find on my website as well as my blog page, my classes page, and of course, you can contact me through my website as well. And I always look forward to hearing from people. A big shout out of gratitude to my sound man, the irrepressible Josh Hines. By the way, Josh has a new album out and uh, well worth listening. Look for Josh Hines on YouTube and check out his new music. And with that, I look forward to seeing you back here on Mojo for the Modern Man. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. Take care and be well.